Well, Coach, let's go back to that win over Army last week. And I'll tell you what, I mean, I love lacrosse and scoring, and it's the fastest game on two feet, but defense matters too. And that was a real defensive-oriented game. And uh, you came through Drake Porter, 16 saves in that game. Nick Mellon shuts down Army's uh, top defender. Uh, Boy, your defense really has it going here early on in the season. Well, I hope you're right. Uh, I thought they were pretty stingy, and uh, when they did find a crack, uh, then Drake Porter was there to stop it. So it was a, a good effort defensively against a very good Army team that came in here at 3-0, and you know, beating the likes of Rutgers and UMass. When you look at the box score, you know, not only that game but the last couple of games, you've been very aggressive in creating turnovers. Is there a mentality there? Is there a technique? Is there a push for the defense to do that? Well, we've got some athletic guys there, and uh, you know, especially with Coach Rogers at the helm of the defense, uh, he really wants them to get after guys. And we've been physical, uh, a lot of caused turnovers. I think, uh, especially against Army, they had a number of turnovers, but a lot of them we caused at the defensive end of the field. So, good effort there. We're athletic and we're aggressive, and I like to see it. You mentioned after the game that Tyson Bomberry could play if it was maybe a playoff situation. So it sounds like he could be on the mend and could play. What's the latest uh, you could tell us about him? Yeah, he's been cleared to go, uh, so we could see him out there. We don't want to push it. We're going to measure him in practice uh, the next couple of days just to see how he's getting around with the time that he's had off. Uh, But I expect to see him out there at some point, if not starting. Good to hear. Coach, uh, last week we discussed that at the face-off X, it was really a two-man operation, but Jacob Fobb went out last week and really dominated Army. Has he kind of taken control of that position, or are we still going to see Danny Varello get out there as well? Um, you know, I think you're going to see, uh, you could see both. It all depends on, uh, you know, Virginia has changed their face-off guy. They're going with a freshman right now. Uh, we'll see if they, they do that in our game. I'm not sure if it was just a change-up on their part, whether the freshman's doing better in practice or, um, you know, it was a, a match-up thing going into their Princeton game a week ago. So we'll, we'll see and we'll be able to adjust. But, uh, you know, Danny's uh, got very quick hands, and Jacob was very good at protecting the ball because Army was throwing a defenseman out there to take face-offs and try to check his stick and put the ball on the ground. And he does a little better at that than Danny, so that was the reason he was out there, and he produced and did a great job. Coach, it seems like in the last decade or so that's become even more of a specialist position than we've ever seen in the sport. It's almost like a, a relief pitcher in baseball. And it seems like kids have picked up on that, that if they can really excel at this, it could be their ticket to get a scholarship to go to college. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's a group out there that uh, just, you know, works on face-offs, their specialties. Now we're seeing a little bit of a trend where, uh, like the guy you're going to see this weekend with Virginia, guys that can – come up with the ball and stay in the field. So they're becoming, it's become very specialized, and now it's kind of reverting back where it's a specialty as far as the technique of the face-off. But guys who can go to the goal and, and play offense are, are, are a double threat. They can now get the possession for their team, but now they're a threat going to the goal where in the past they haven't been. Good face-offs lead to a lot of ground balls. And, you know, I equate it to it's almost like rebounding in basketball. I mean, there's technique and there's things you can work on. But ground balls, is it's a lot of want to and a lot of desire, right? It, it is. You have to get after it. Uh, you can't be afraid to be get checked or be physical. And the guys that have just to focus on the ball, not worried about what's going on around them, have great success there. John Desco is our guest here, Syracuse and Virginia at the Carrier Dome on Saturday. Always a great game. We'll get to that here coming up here shortly. Uh, Coach, I wanted to ask you about Griffin Cook. Made a really impressive move to the cage last week, and, you know, here's a freshman who's kind of finding his footing but is is proving that, you know, maybe he's going to push you a little bit to get out there more and more as the season goes. Oh, definitely. He uh, he goes hard. 
Uh, now he just needs to become a little bit more relaxed on the field. He has a great move to the goal. Uh, he finishes uh, very well uh, in practice. He's been doing a great job. And now we just need to get him more game time as the year goes on, and you're going to see him out there an awful lot. He's a, he's a threat with the ball and without the ball. He understands the offense. He rides like a demon. So it's, uh, uh, you know, he's, those kind of guys just get better and better. Virginia, 18-17 and 17 record. You've scored exactly one more goal in the series, 16 one-goal games overall. I mean, it's incredible how every time Syracuse and Virginia get together, we more than likely are going to get a good competitive game. So let's look at this year's Virginia team and, and what you see ahead on Saturday. Well, I would, I would view them a little bit more offensively than defensively. They put six guys out there on offense that are uh, very talented. Uh, you know, Kraus, Laviano, and Moore on attack. Moore's uh, bumped down from the midfield a year ago to uh, attack this year. Uh, he's eight and ten. You know, eight goals and ten assists. And Laviano's got eleven goals and two assists. And Kraus is pretty balanced at uh, at seven and seven. They all can shoot the ball from the outside. Uh, Laviano is a little bit more of an inside player, and then you throw you know a, a multitude of minis out there. Uh, Dox Aiken is nine and two. That's a lot of points for a, a midfielder for this time of year. Uh, Conrad is three and four. He does a you know kind of plays both ways. He's an all around midfielder, uh, and they throw a bunch of other guys out there. Herring comes out there especially in zone situations. Connor Quinn, just a number of uh, uh, athletic. Uh, talented offensive players, and defensively they return uh, you know two of their their close defensemen from a year ago, Kalaji and Greco, and and we don't know what we're going to see in the cage. Uh, they started a freshman, a freshman got in against um, Princeton a week ago, so we could see the freshman or we could see uh, you know the guy Thompson who's been out there, their lefty, uh, in the past. So they've used a couple of goalies, and we'll see which one we're going to use. They're going to use on Saturday. Yeah, last week we saw Drake Porter and uh, AJ Barreto really go at it. We'll see if. Uh, Patrick Berkashaw is in there. You mentioned him, Coach. Uh, ACC Goalie of the Week had 24 saves. An eye on who's out there in the cage. And uh, best of luck to you guys on Saturday. And we'll talk again next week. Thanks, Brent. Appreciate it.